Hello, and welcome back to the Seventh River. I'm your gracious host, Flame Void, and today we're talking about a comment on a video I watched from some time ago. Um, there's a man on YouTube called Mr. Arnell Williams, and he did a topic, a video on a topic called Why Christian Men Don't Date Christian Women. And let me tell you, it was a pretty good video. Now, one of the comments down there really sparked my interest. It was actually pretty interesting. And this is what the young brother said. He said, Brother Arneal, as I said below, men are now perceived as the prize due to the scarcity of real manhood. Which is true. A man actually wanting to lead, have children, and to highly invest in a family. Ladies and gentlemen, off script here. Like, that is so true in today's time. Like, the traditional family is becoming a scarcity. Men and women within the same home raising children born unto them is becoming rare. Ladies and gentlemen, it's just so sad. But, reading on. All this within gynocentric America and a heavily female-centric black church where family court, paternity fraud, church leadership, correction, and instruction from the very Bible is given from a female emotional framework. Man, that is nailing it on the head, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know how many men have noticed this yet, but in many cases, everywhere you go, from the grocery store to the mall, everything is female-centric, and it even has invaded the church. The very pulpit, which if you're a Christian, you know, 1 Timothy chapter 3, which goes into the qualification of the pastor, have all been negated and walked over just to allow women within that arena it's quite baffling anyway i'm reading on this guy is a christian a military man and he's been all over the world christian black women in many cases aren't the prize in many cases for these women expect you to be the second coming of christ to provide and to have everything pre-accomplished which is very true, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I can't tell you how many women, and uh, if you look on Bumble, Tinder, Hinge, or any of these Christian uh, dating sites, many of these profiles are expecting men to have it all completed, done, wrapped up, got a house and three cars. And then at the same time, they come to the marriage with two or three kids. Nothing against the kids. But if he did it all by himself and then you come with nothing, do you think that's a fair trade, ladies? It's not. Reading on. Many don't want to struggle together as a team. Many have no life, i.e. know how to have fun, don't sing, dance, act silly, or can take or can tell a joke for they exist only to look good but super self-righteous. Man, that's a big one right there. Um, I hate to say it. Uh, 
it seems a lot of women in the church after they've gone out had their fun come back with a couple kids go to church to get right they love the lord amen a hallelujah but then all the fun that they used to have out in them streets they don't want to do any of that with a good christian young man they don't want to go dancing they don't want to go you know uh, acting silly they're very self-righteous on the jokes or you know you can't do that or we can't sing or we can't talk about those type of subjects or we can't sing those type of songs everything is super super holy which is nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that but there is liberty in god's house and i'm sorry there's nothing wrong with singing some old school love jams from the 60s 70s 80s even early 90s with each other and having a good time but this brother just seems like he's hitting it on the head like why give your best years to living out in the world and then when you finally find a good man that wants to be with you that want to settle down you're boring ain't don't make sense <clears throat> moving on now he's lists his top five reasons it seems for why uh black uh excuse me not black but uh men don't date christian women or christian men don't date christian women in the church number one many of these women lack a lot of femininity not many are nurturing kind or sweet or hospitable like the women of the bible and he references sarah and mary magdalene now if you remember sarah she uh even called her husband um her husband abraham lord you know she did as he asked helped him in doing anything he asked and then mary magdalene i believe she was the the uh, prostitute turned disciple and she washed Jesus hair in the alabaster uh, ointment that took a whole year's wage to be able to buy just to anoint the Lord and she washed his hair I mean washed his feet with her hair showing that she fully submitted and loved him enough to do this for him and uh, this young man here is saying that a lot of the those type of sacrificial nurturing things which were expected of women back in the day and heck it's even some women uh, the 16 over club used to do for their husbands like wash them rub their back give them back rubs and really dedicate themselves to their husband that's no longer apparent um, his second reason is uh, they don't desire their husbands or boyfriends like the Song of Solomon, nor seek to honor him by their deeds of love. Now, if you ever read Song of Solomon, which I do, that's one romantic freaking book. Like they, that husband desired his wife and his wife desired her husband. They did everything together. They bathed together. They washed together. They rejoice together they danced they farmed together they did almost everything together and desired one another heavenly which in this day and time with you know what is that uh entanglements and open marriages running rampant around here i can see why he would say that now his third point is uh, rebellious and or will not follow directions of the man as their head but rather like a constant dropping of rain, 
that nags the man she loves by mouth or in action in the things he needs from her. Man, that's a big one, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I've heard this from men who are Christian and non-Christian that uh, many times if they are in a Christian relationship, the woman will not listen or submit to her, her husband. And many times they will bow up and be disobedient or be confrontational with their husbands over things they want to go do, which he clearly did not agree or want to happen. And if he is the head of the home, which the Bible teaches, you should respect him because he's your husband. And uh, I can say for one, as a Christian man myself, what he's saying right now is spot on. Um, Number four, sex is the only intimacy they know. And in that aspect, it's not an act of love, but duty. Man, another slam dunk here. Um, In this day and time, um, a lot of women who control sex, like we always say on this podcast, women control sex. um, And many times, um, many men will complain that the wives are not into sex with their husband or it's an act of duty that they give their husband sex while not desiring it themselves. And if you look at today's environment, I think there was an article written last week or two weeks ago where they were talking about the amount of sex that men and women are having is on a sharp and steep decline. And one of the factors they realize is that since a lot of women in their 20s and early 30s are out sleeping around with more men when they get married, they desire little sex. And as a Christian, uh, we're supposed to be not fornicating and to be celibate until marriage. And those who follow it or those who don't, you know, um, sex is something that should be enjoyed by both in marriage and I would say frequently. Um, You take it as you see fit, but in this day and time where so many females are dressed in nothing more than a tablecloth, um, keeping your marriage abreast in the sex department, love, kissing, holding each other, cuddling, letting each other know you're they're appreciated is something that needs to be at the forefront of your marriage because uh, some people believe this. I'm of a high disagreement that marriage is just a contract or a friendship and that it can survive without sex or intimacy. Um, I'm against this sort of idea and I do not... Um, praise or encourage this sort of behavior. Now, his fifth point is um, men are are held to every letter of the Bible and women aren't held to Proverbs 31. Uh, Proverbs 31 is the proverb in which they talk about the uh, price of a good woman is that uh, is greater than rubies, you know. And um, it, it lays out what 
the best a woman usually do for their husbands. And before I go on, I would like to say this guy's spot on because um, a lot of women, and I don't know if it's just me or if I'm saying things wrong, it just seems like more and more women are trying to do as less as possible but get the maximum benefit. Um, since we are, t- we I did a podcast and talked about a little about the WAP song. There's a line in the WAP song that says um, that she doesn't cook nor clean, but she still got the ring. This is kind of what's going on here. Um, these the women in that song provide no benefit other than sexually and this guy is talking about women who aren't held to the standards which are laid out in the same document in which they're supposed to believe very telling actually reading on nor told to submit like Sarah to Aram or like Ruth to Boaz where she uh, he's referring to Ruth comfort him by being both hardworking but also nurturing nor are they expected to be women of such grace and beauty like Esther where her man ever looks for her presence and her words Uh, the biblical story of Esther she was one of the most beautiful women in the kingdom and the previous queen was dismissed by the king because she decided to throw a tantrum and not come out of her chamber, the queen's chamber, so that he could show her off in front of his friends and his honored guests. And because she did that, i.e. disobedient and had an attitude, he dismissed the old queen and he eventually desired um, Esther. Now, Esther was not only beautiful, but she was intelligent as well and she spoke up and defended her people, which any man of any worth would want a woman that is both beautiful and smart, but also can follow his lead. Now, his final paragraph, he says that uh, sadly in his own life, many of the women he's found to do the things most akin in the Bible haven't been to a church in years or been indoctrinated by the many female um, or indoctrinated by the many times females dominated churches nor a fan of feminism so he's saying that most of the women who act opposite of what he's describing haven't even been to church and many of them do not like feminism and do not abide by these female dominated church which have so warped the, the viewing of Christianity and Christian masculinity into something that is very submissive and beatable. And I agree with this young man because um, one of my biggest gripes, and I, I, I talk to my pops about this all the time, he's a pastor, and I told him that where Christians, and especially in Christian dating, they get beat is in the aspect of fun. You know, um, 
everyone talks about the afterlife, but no one talks about this life and the fun that we can have in good, clean fun, like hopscotch, playing, um, like grilling out, having a barbecue, inviting single people to mingle in a place where the adults and elders can really help you find somebody who they think might work instead of making the Christian folk work so hard and wade through the lost and everyone else in the church. Um, I like to call the uh, mother of the church and her friends the uh, the uh, BM Triple C, the Black Mothers of the Church Community Coalition, meaning that these women know a man's income, job, and uh, credit status by the time he hits the pew upon visiting the church the first time. And um, a lot of times these women will try to set him up or tell him which woman to approach instead of, in my mind, like the church should, set up a place where the people who they believe would make a good match because they're elder, they've been around the block there, should really set them up to meet each other and to talk and to get along. Um, that's not being done. Nor is respecting that men are men and um letting them be truly who they are um my last point before i go is that um a lot of women within the church expect men to be as jesus i.e sacrifice himself and be willing to go to the cross to defend her from any and all things yet ex- uh, but yet she can dress like anything she wants able to come to him with two three kids all from different men who are worthless and it's a fair trade it is not and it's quite sad that in most churches this is going on but that's all i have to say thanks for listening and thank you for stopping by the seventh river i'm a gracious host flame void signing out